may your money be destroyed with you for thinking God's gift can be bought. You have no part in this for your heart's not right with God. Repent of your wickedness and pray to the Lord. Perhaps he will forgive your evil thoughts. And then he says, pray the Lord for me that these terrible things you said don't happen to me, you know, Mm -hmm. and only God knows if it was right. If he did Mm -hmm. not say this very harsh message to him for his heir, Mm -hmm. would he have repented? Good point. Good point. Welcome to Acts 2 and 42. Man, so between our last, you know, podcast that Paul and I did, um, I had a a comment on that video uh, from one of the subscribers and then kind of simultaneously around the same time, you know, Paul had a question from a friend that seemed to align uh, with this topic here. And it's, um, you know, we want to talk about why we have to call out names. You know, it it doesn't seem loving. It doesn't seem nice. It doesn't seem Christian. It it doesn't seem patient. It doesn't seem gentle. It doesn't seem kind. It does, you know, Um, so against our best, you know, uh, intentions, uh, or whatever we, we think we're trying to do right, um, we actually do have to call out names, you know, and there's a purpose for it. There's a reason why Paul did it, reason why, uh, reason why we should do it today. So uh, we want to talk about why, and we want to talk about when it's appropriate to do so. Um, you know, this man versus this man. One made a mistake, you know, and has, you know, some error in his teaching, and one is a false prophet, false teacher, whatever. We'll, we'll dive into that. Um, we've got the Reverend. He's going to break down everything for us today. So, um, so anyway, nonetheless, Paul, what's going on, man? I'm good, brother. I'm good. Paul. Just Paul. We we are we are. Uh, you know, <laughs> I am I am not that you know ecclesiastically uh, you know bound by titles like that. You know, so he's humble. Paul's Paul is fine, brother. Paul is fine. You know what I'm saying? Well, good, because that's all you was going to get from me anyway. So I appreciate it, Elder. I appreciate it. <laughs> the good Elder. The good Elder. <laughs> Saying, so with the with or without license hallelujah oh so. <laughs> oh it's a funny guy he's a funny, he's a funny guy uh to those that listen after the fact his head's down on his desk and he's crying laughing right now so oh man In, inside might, jokes you, might, you know you, you might you'll be able to edit that for uh you know, for, nah, it's staying in there. Nah, it's staying in there. <laughs> iTunes is going to get it too. So, um, oh nah, my gosh, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, <laughs> uh, so, oh, and 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 lastly, I think what we want to touch on um, at the end, you know, it's part of this part of this uh, title for a reason. But you know, there's a scripture that's always brought up. Remember, I was on the phone with uh, somebody, and they wanted to point out something that was blatantly wrong that a leader was doing, and they said, "Well," and they were like dancing around it. And they were like, well, you know, I don't want to touch God's anointed, you know? So I was like, Oh, can we go read that, you know, and get context and everything. So the scripture says, you know, touch not mine anointed and do my prophet no harm. Mm -hmm. Paraphrase something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and that's why I got a little creative, you know, no disrespect to anyone, but it's, it, it, it's like, it almost comes off as like, touch not my wolves and do my false prophet no harm, you know, because we are protecting these guys more so than the first guy that just made made a mistake, you know, mm-hmm. or has committed a sin or whatever it is. And mm-hmm. man, we 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 put his name all in the in the uh, streets, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, but God forbid you say something about a wolf, you know, mm-hmm. and we got problems. So that's that's what we'll get to to the to the end. And then uh, Paul's going to name names. He's got a list of names that he's going to call out on air later tonight. <laughs> <laughs> 
man, playing, yo, keep playing, this, man. keep this put me on a spot. Keep this put me on a spot. You know, if if <laughs> hey, if 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 it if it leads to that, you know, um, I, I I like these podcasts, especially you know, I like your podcast where we're just able to flow. So if it leads to that, you know, in our discussion, then then like last time, then so be it. If not, so be it. I mean, it is what it is. At the you end sleep, of the day, you sleep I, like a baby. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Cause it's no. I, I say this with respect. It's no skin off my back. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, our 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 job, I believe, you know, as ministers of the gospel, you and I, is to inform God's people of what's good and what's wrong. You know, and you know what's truth and what's a lie. Mm-hmm. You know, and to be honest, their feelings. You know, what I'm saying. Is not is not as important as upholding the truth, you know. So the emotional or the um, you know, the emotional response or backlash that comes along with it, you know, you know, it just might be you know something needed to check your you know check yourself. You know, I've been there myself where I've had people in my life that um, said some things and it was you know or you know that were just off, and I got to evaluate and say, okay, is the person that's telling me it's more important than what the biblical text says, mm-hmm. and, I have, or, and is it more important than, than than what God or what God's word says? What's you know, and after after make that determination, you right. know, and it, and then you will find out if you are truly serving God or you're an idolater. Oh, but well, let's you know, we'll, we'll, we'll it's a little it's a little early for name calling, so we'll, yeah, uh, yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. Let's dial it. Let's dial it back a little bit. And, dial it back. Jesus, yeah, Lord. Yeah. Jesus. So, yeah. um, I, I, I gotta let you moderate. I'll let you moderate. But, yeah, I'll have to. I, I can see this already. You're gonna enjoy this. Um, nah, I mean, for anyone, you know, I think uh, Paul stopped the last uh, episode. Was like, sorry if I get wound up and I'm just tired of it. You know, and it's that. You know, I don't mean mm-hmm. any harm. I'm just tired of it. But, um, so you know, I'm, I apologize if we have a little bit too much fun. But. Um, discussing it, but um, this, whatever the standard is, you know, of correction, of rebuke, of whatever it is, um, that's that's a standard, you know, as far as I'm concerned, amongst anyone I'm associated with. And if you don't like that standard, you normally don't associate with me. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but it's, re- it's reciprocal. There's things that, you know, Paul, I talk to you, you check in, you're like, hey, what's going on with this? You know, mm-hmm. just, to, mm-hmm. just to offer, it's not like, it's not like rebuke, but it's just to, mm-hmm. to check in um, to see where we are on something. Um, so same with T, you know, T uh, posted something the other day and I was like, look, you already know how I'm coming in, you know? <laughs> and it was, it was a <laughs> gift or whatever of a guy like sparring, like boxing at the camera um, because he told me earlier that day, I hit him with some bombs. Like I, I hit him, you know, where it hurt, you know? And I, all right, good. You know, I mean, you, you asked me, I was invited into to the conversation, but, um, but if I said something that, that, pricked your heart that that you know touched a nerve or something it's probably something that ought to have been said you know i didn't say it disrespectfully or out of hate or out of malice so um so i wouldn't do that to anyone else whether i know them or not you know i don't even i don't even care enough you know what i mean to about people i don't know i've never met you know what i mean to have like malice yeah. towards them because of you know something they teach or whatever but nonetheless it is what it is and there's a reason why we have to uh why we have to call names why we have to warn you know the flock and um, is that is that a good enough, I guess, segue? Um, you know, Paul, I don't know. I'll, I'll kind of yield to you. I, I would say the first why, you know, why we have to call out names 
mm-hmm. above anything else, if there is another reason, is to warn the flock. You know, so mm-hmm. the flock can identify who is who. And yeah. anyway, so I'll, I'll let you, I'll I'll see what your thoughts thoughts are where you want to go. You know, from here. So yeah, I, just to kind of piggyback a little bit on on you know dealing with friends, you know, brothers or sisters in the Lord, and you know dropping in and, and, and responding to certain comments or statements that are said. I think the Bible says, as iron, as iron sharpens iron, you know, I'm paraphrasing, um, so does one sharpen the countenance of his friend. Like, so what does that mean? Iron sharpen ironing, you know, there is some sort of, some resistance, you know, there is some, you know, for the sake of getting better, more refined and more clear, um, being a more, having a more clear picture of what that, that iron is supposed to reflect. The same thing with being a brother and sister in Christ, you know, so we're there to help each other out. So if you see, if you see me, you know, kind of off a little bit in my, in my understanding or my teaching or my, you know, or, or, or my, in my statements, then I would expect as a brother to say, man, you know, I'm just, you know, what about this, you know, Paul, brother Paul or Paul, you know, you know, man, you know, what about this verse or, you know, give me more idea of where you're coming from because we should all be, you know, um, open for either correction or to be, um, to be taught, you know, showed a better way, like Apollos, you know, the Bible says Apollos was teaching, you know, preaching Christ, the Messiah, and um, what he's doing in John's baptism, you know, and then Priscilla and Aquila came to him and said, you know, it's this, 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 and they said, the Bible says that they taught him or showed him a better way, you know, so there's a better way if we find out it's off. There's a difference between, you know, being off than being totally incorrect, <laughs> than being false, you know what I'm saying? There's a difference between, between um, you know, teaching with zeal and, you know, uh, for the glory of God, comparable to someone that is teaching and preaching something that's blatantly false mm-hmm. for their own agenda. Right. You know, so right. Apollos, was in, Apollos wasn't necessarily preaching false. He just didn't have the deep revelation. Right. He had step the one. He was preaching. Yeah, not step he two. Didn't have, he didn't have not the step full two. thing. Right. Right. So yep. he was open to receive yeah. more instruction for the sake of refining and, you know, having a more, more well, uh, uh, better understanding of what he was preaching. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He could actually go deeper. So, um, but anyway, so to kind of go back into our topic, the reason why we are to warn um, brothers and sisters about false doctrine and false prophets, false teachers, because number one, the Bible, Jesus said so. You know what I mean? You go to Matthew 24. I think uh, I want to say Matthew 24, verse 4. Um, he tells us, you know, I got to get up my, my new King James. Ooh. What was you wrong know? with the old one? Uh, it's the one that I had, man, you know. <laughs> the one I, it's the one I had on deck. It's that one I had on, that on deck. So but, while, you know, while you're getting that, I'll, I'll read a couple comments. Sheree uh, yeah. said, you have to name names. How can you fight an enemy you don't know? And yep. uh Mrs. Davin Keynes, the Reverend's mm-hmm. first lady, <laughs> it's because says it's because they they put those so-called prophets, etc., on such high pedestals that it's almost idolatrous. Yep. Yeah, and I think we want to get with that with the cult of personality in those areas. But you know, dealing with first steps first. You know, when the apostle, when when the disciples came to Jesus and said, "Hey, man, you know, when shall these things happen? When's going to be end times? You know, all that." He said in verse four, he said, take heed that no one deceives you. 
know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For many will come in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many and will deceive many. So it's first of all, he's dealing with making sure that you're not deceived. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the first, so, so, so Christ wants us to be people who know the truth and we're able to discern truth from error. Right. So, so in verse four, he says, take heed that, you know, you're not deceived. Many will come my name saying they're the Christ. And he goes to verse, uh, verse five. Um, and I mean, that's verse four and verse five. And then he jumps down to verse 11. It says, um, then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because iniquity will abound, the love of many will grow cold. So, so he's warning us about false prophets. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and they're going to come from somewhere. You know, so then you jump down to verse 23 to 25, and it says, then if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ, or there, don't believe it. Right. But false Christs and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect see i have told you beforehand mm-hmm. so christ has already given us the the blueprint right. about deception you know and, and and being on the lookout for for false teachers false prophets you know another scripture in matthew uh i think another scripture in the gospels where jesus was telling his disciples uh beware of the leaven of the pharisees mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and they thought that it was because they you know they forgot the 12 the 12, the 12 baskets <laughs> You know, on the other side of the sea, it's like, dude, come on, man. You know, was it when you were with him? Was there any lack? Right. No. You know, so when he says, you know, so he's he's dealing with the Bible says, oh, they understood that talking about the false doctrine of the Pharisees. You know, so so because Christ has already warned us, he's warning us to look out for deception. Right. You know what I'm saying? Look out for false signs and false and false false signs and wonders. Because if we're not careful, if we're not being spiritually, spiritually discerned, even the people that are chosen by God can be deceived. If you let your radar down, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? If you let your spiritual antenna down, you know, it's, it's easy for you for the enemy to come in and sweep you up with, some, with something that is, that's a lie, but it's mingled with a little bit of truth. Right. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's, what, so, that's so, the whole concept of leaven is mm-hmm. it's, only, it's only a little bit. It's yeah. only a little bit. And it yeah. overtakes the whole lump. Yeah. So you have all of this dough in mm-hmm. just a little bit. I don't know if anyone's, I actually uh, dabbled in making bread recently with the kids and mm-hmm. um, just fresh dough and everything. But just that little, little packet, just a little bit of leaven is enough to make that whole thing rise up and it expands and overtakes it. So all it takes. Well, that, that yeast, right? That little bit of yeah. yeast. Yep. Yeah. It's, yep. It's a small. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Crazy. So, so yeah, so truth sprinkled, sprinkled with a lie becomes a full-out lie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. so, I mean, that's how he, he caught your girl Eve. You know what I mean? Just a little bit of a lie. And, you know what I mean? She was deceived and Adam transgressed. Right. You know what I mean? But God yeah. warns us about, before we dealing with transgression, God warns us about deception so that we don't get caught up. Amen? Amen. Hey, my yes, sir. Yes, sir. Go ahead, preacher. preacher. You know Go ahead. <laughs> but I think we also, I think we also have to realize why we should warn them uh, or deal with false prophets, false teachers, because you gotta know who your enemy is. You know, you, you have to know who who you're dealing with. You know. Uh, yeah. You know. I, the, the enemy is not the world. Like persecution will come from the world, mm-hmm. but but the warnings. Right. 
the the ample warnings that were given of false prophets were those that came in the name of Jesus. Correct. They came Correct. in the name yeah. of Jesus. They were yeah. your foes or of your own household. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, even even um, Corinthians the fifth chapter when he he said something about um, Paul was talking about associating with someone that has all these sexual perversions and and murderous and drunkard and all these different sins. And he was like, I'm not talking about the ones in the world. If that was the case, <laughs> you wouldn't yeah. be able to be in the world. You know, I'm not yeah, talking exactly. about them. I'm talking about those who call a believer, those who call a brother in Christ. Yeah. Um, you know, so anyway, but it's it's um Joseph and his brothers. His foes were his own family, Jesus, which yeah. is a typification of Jesus, you right. know. Um and what do you think it's going to be for you if you're in Jesus? It's yeah. the faith. It's coming from within the faith, from believers in yeah. the faith. Um, yeah. not, not necessarily Islam. Not, not that that can't be an enemy of, of a Christian. Mm-hmm. We can have many. But mm-hmm. the ones that we are warned against, the false prophets, and the ones that, like, like if someone comes, is a uh, uh, um, Muslim iman, you know, and he's, he's got a whole different teaching. He's, he's a preacher of Islam. And he's got a whole different teaching. Well, I doubt Christians are as likely <laughs> to fall for him as he will one coming as a teacher of Jesus Christ, as a teacher of the gospel mm-hmm. that has right. air, that just has a little bit of air sprinkled in enough to deter you from the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that's not to say, you know, we don't have many enemies. We don't have many um, like opposition, you know, uh, on a different side than us. But the warning comes again and again about those from within and men, you know, certain men crept in unawares, crept in without oh. anyone knowing it. You know, yeah. he says the same thing in Acts the 20th chapter, which we can get, um, you know, somebody's, but um, grievous wolves entering yeah. the flock, coming yeah. in the flock, in the yeah. flock, yeah, not out of the flock, yeah. in the flock, yeah. in the faith. So anyway, yeah. wolves in sheep's clothing. So that means yeah. they're, they're presenting themselves as a child of God, as a Christian, yeah. you know, in this case, you know, yeah. So anyway. Yeah. I mean, true. The Bible, Jesus said, a house divided shall not stand. So it's not, it's the world is the world. Like, mm-hmm. So we understand the world, the world system, the world religions, uh, they are going to be the enemies of Christ, the enemies of the kingdom of God. They're going to attack the church, but that is not what destroys or is intended to destroy the church. It's what's internal. It's mm-hmm. the false teaching. It's the false doctrines. It's the false apostles, the false prophets, false teachers, false evangelists. It's those individuals and false converts that mm-hmm. will do internal damage. Right. You know what I mean? That, that's going to destroy local assemblies, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and it's intent on destroying um, uh, the, church, the church as a whole or just smear the church as a whole, you know, I can't tell you, I mean, you know, as, as well as I do, with all the, um, in the last 30, 40 years, you know, of, you know, certain scandals from, yeah, I'm going to call out names, and the Jimmy Swaggerts, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, you know, and, and you know, and, 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 you know, coming out there, and I have sinned, and, you know, and all that, and, you know, to the Tammy Faye Bakers, and the Jim Bakers of the world, you know, and, and therefore, you know, and their, and their erroneous doctrine, their erroneous mm-hmm. teachings the erroneous lifestyles, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and we could also talk about the TBNs and the owner of TBN, the Crouches, all these dudes, that, all of them are heretics. You know what I'm saying? They, they are. So let, let me, let me stop right there. 
And again, I love, and I've had someone, someone tell me off air, like, thank you for stopping and defining certain things. Cause I don't know what you guys are talking about half the time, exegesis, yeah. exegesis. So I came to a brother one time and I, I actually told him if he was anyone else, if he was not my brother, if, mm-hmm. based on the things you say, I would call you a heretic, you know? And I said, let me, you know, just so you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Heresy uh, means that you, you practice choice. You are choosing mm-hmm. to believe something Correct. other than. So you're, yeah. you're basically uh, leaning on your own understanding. You're choosing to believe mm-hmm. your own, in, own interpretation of something. You're choosing to believe something's right or wrong based on your preference, not based on scripture. So mm-hmm. that's not a, you know, that, that term, you know, can be kind of loaded. People can misunderstand, you know, but let's take the feeling out of it. Like, mm-hmm. let's, 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 this is not just name calling for the sake of name calling. Heresy is a very specific term. And if they're practicing mm-hmm. choice and teaching error, based on this is what they believe the interpretation is when it is not. It's false doctrine when it's not found in the Bible. That's heresy, mm-hmm. you know? So um, it's, not, it's, not, it's not name calling. You know what I mean? I just want to be clear. It's not name calling. It has a purpose, it has utility to understand that word and that application, so. Appreciate that. And I like what you said about um, dealing with feelings because we live in a time where we are, we are hypersensitive. You know, we're overly emotional. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, but when we look at the scriptures, we understand that I mean, the true men of the faith were not, you know, like your feelings was minuscule when it came to defending the truth. I mean, Paul, and I, and I say this with respect, <laughs> Paul was a savage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the man, the man said in Galatians chapter, I think in the first chapter, he said, if anyone whether it be any man or even an angel preaches another gospel that you have not received or heard, let that man be accursed. Mm -hmm. I mean, he said, even me, even me, even me, if I come teach you another one. Yeah. Anathema. Yeah. Go ahead. Anathema. I mean, so, I mean, so, and then his response is, do I, in my head, persuade God of men? So, I mean, so he's straight, straight, straightforward with it you know what i mean like these are people that are intent on, on spoiling you to the degree of you losing your salvation mm-hmm. you know to, for, to you have just being cut off from the grace of god your name blotted out from the book of life you know i mean i mean just missing just missing out on the plan of god the redemptive plan of god that was that was already designed for you mm-hmm. You know, so this is, you know, when we talk about, oh, this is life and death, and we, you know, we play words, all like, this is seriously life or death. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this is eternal life. The eternal life. Or eternal death. Or being, yeah, or being totally yeah. separated from God. Yep. You know, so what was it in, um, uh, I think it's in, in Matthew when, when Jesus was given the, the woes, and he said, man, I think we talked about it uh, last week or so. He said, man, you Pharisees and you scribes and you hypocrites, you know, you guys, you know, you go to and fro mm-hmm. looking for a proselyte. Mm-hmm. And you make that post like twice the candidate of hell than you are. Yep. You know, I mean, because <laughs> they're you're, preaching you're, the gospel, making, though. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You're going up your charisma, you know, I mean, all the religious rituals and activities and everything like that. And it looks good. It sounds good. And it, 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 it sounds very engaging and very, you know, um, inclusive. But it's false. Mm-hmm. And then they come in and you make them, you know, your, 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 your disciple. And they take that message, that false message, and they may put a spin on it, and it spoils other people. 
Right. You know, so, 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 so God, the, the, the scriptures, the word of God is just straight blatant. It's, I mean, it's, it's out there. We get so caught up, you know, and that's another, that's an issue that I have with what, what we have with mainstream Christianity that we're always looking through the Bible just for the good things, you know, about God blessing us and, you know, and open doors and, you know, favor from the left, favor from the right, you know, you know, the heavens, heavens being opened, you know, uh, the mercy of God, you know, and, and, you know, and, and loving one another and, 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 and more goodness. And we're not, and we're not hearing about the warnings. Mm -hmm. We're not sounding the alarm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I, I remember uh, I went to, Ni I went to, uh, to Nigeria a few years ago when I first went there and the evangelist, there was an evangelist that, you know, in certain, you know, in, in his village and what he would do is because the village for the most part was holy into, you know, idolatry, you know, ancestral gods, ancestral deities, you know, I mean, serving, you know, serving all kinds of ancestral spirits and having little, you know, uh, gods erected in their name, Ogun, Oshun, that nature. And the evangelists would go out with a bell, bing, 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 preaching the gospel, warning people of the gospel. <laughs> you know, I'm just sounding sound the alarm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it wasn't a message to make them feel good. It was, you know, a message for them to repent to come out of the idolatry mm -hmm. and to give their lives to Christ, you know, but that bell was the, like that, that, that sounding, that alarm, you know, we need to kind of, I say that we need to do the same thing with in, in today's church, sound the alarm, you know, because we're getting, we're getting a lot of information, a lot of, we're getting a lot of messages. We're getting a lot of teaching. We're mm -hmm. getting a lot of, you know, inspired quotes, mm -hmm. you, know, uh, you know, we're getting a lot of that. And a lot of it is so diluted that you, you can't even determine if it's you know, where the truth is in that. Mm -hmm. Because all it's dealing with is, is, affecting, our, is our, affecting our flesh. So, so I'm like, wait a minute, this is, you know, from the Elevation Church. I'm like, what are, you, what are you talking about? What is that? Where is Christ in your message? How, how, are, you, how are you encouraging and teaching people to, to be, more, be mature in Christ or to grow in Christ? How are you telling them to be a, to be a better person? It's all about how can just I can gratify and satisfy myself. Yep. There's something you know. Isn't the Bible say we should die daily? Right. Now, what's what is even worse is you use these Bible stories, Romans 15 and four, the things that were written aforetime were written for my learning, so that through patience and comfort in the Scriptures I might have hope. These things mm. written aforetime were men of men, uh, stoic men, me, you know, on the, the modern mm -hmm. men podcast, we talked about, you know, our grandfathers, that generation mm -hmm. was more stoic and able right. and willing and, and strong through hardship, you know, mm -hmm. but you take Abraham or Moses or any of our, you know, patriarchs of the faith. Mm -hmm. And then you twist that to self-serving ego boost. Like, <sighs> how dare you? Like if you needed a pick me up or a high five or a you know pat on the back, good for you. But then you you make this hero story, you know, man. Like I man, I, man. <laughs> Bro, I heard I heard a message where um, a certain preacher was caught, got found out he's having a you know an adultery, was having a child out of wedlock, um, not out of, you know, a, a child outside of his marriage. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and he had a mega, you know, mega church, a couple of thousand, you know, and this man, someone sent me the link to his message. And the topic was called, I'm still the man. 
and he came from the, uh, uh, the, the, the issue with uh, the, the, the scripture with Bathsheba and David. And, uh, you know, you know, David, what he did, got Uriah, Hittite killed, you know what I mean? After he, you know, he, he you know, hooked up with Bathsheba, you know, mm-hmm. and um, we're going to keep it PG. And, um, right. and, 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 and so, so God saw it and told Nathan, go, you know, go, go check your man. And Nathan came up with a parable to David. David got so, was so, was so filled with righteous indignation mm-hmm. that he cast judgment upon the, the individual in the parable. And Nathan said, David, you're that That's man. You. Yeah. As you. You know what I'm saying? And so that dude took that, what says, you're, you know, you're the man. He took that to reflect himself and said, in spite of my error, in spite of my sin, you know, I know people are telling me to sit down. I shouldn't preach anymore. I should, you know, just take a sit down or whatever. But I've been anointed to preach and because I'm still the man. He used it for his own. <laughs> and then you got the people in, within the background. And I'm sitting there like, right. Like, seriously. And the people are just celebrating. They're jumping out, many of them women. Right. Many of them women. Sure, go ahead, go ahead, Pastor. You know, and they, you know, they're all in their emotional and 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 and, and you know, vibrant ways. And I'm sitting here looking at this like, oh, this so is, you gotta be. Can we? Can we? Um, you know, you, put, you point out that that many of them were, were women, and um, not that I don't think men um, were in the crowd or weren't in the crowd, or I haven't seen men do it, but um, saw something happen. Uh, so let's stop for a sec. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the scripture off off the top of my head. First Timothy, the second chapter. Um, okay, that's not the one that I'm thinking of, but it mentions. Uh, let me see, men and women, and Adam and Eve. And First Peter three. Uh, Adam was first formed, then Eve. Adam was not deceived, but the woman was deceived. Uh, the woman being deceived was in transgression. Notwithstanding, right. she shall be saved in childbearing if she continue in faith and charity and holiness with sobriety. Um, that mm-hmm. was that was one that came to mind. Um, but it's actually. Second Peter three, silly women laden with sin. Oh, um, no, that's um, Second Timothy, I think. Is mm-hmm. it Second Timothy? I think it's Second Timothy. Um, silly women laden, yeah, laden with sin. Uh, oh, here we go. Yeah, Second Timothy three six. Yeah. You know, um, you know, the reason why I point this out is not not to not to pick on the women, you know, um, but let's let's understand who we are. You know, let's understand our nature. Let's understand who we were created by our creator to be, what the scripture says about that. And, you know, I point out, you know, Timothy says that Eve was deceived, not Adam. She was deceived in his transgression. Right. First, wait, she was deceived, but Adam transgressed. No, Adam wasn't in transgression. Eve was. She was deceived and transgressed. Let me, let me share my screen. 
Adam was first formed, <clears throat> verse 13, mm -hmm. then Eve, and Adam was not deceived, was not deceived, excuse me, not that he wasn't in transgression, was not deceived. Yeah, he was the yeah. woman being deceived was in transgression. So okay. that all spun out of control because mm -hmm. Eve listened to the, to, uh, to the serpent, right? Mm -hmm. Eve listened mm -hmm. to the serpent and did what God had commanded not to do. So mm -hmm. arguably, I think, and according to the scripture, had she consulted with Adam and they talked about this first, you know, mm -hmm. um, I don't know. And I, I, it's, it's only, we can, we can talk about that till we're blown the face. I mean, cause there's a lot of, uh, in between the lines, a lot of, um, guessing we can do, um, mm -hmm. about things that were not written, but, um, right. Oh, didn't want to do that. I'm going to get second to move to three. So all I'm, all I'm trying to do is highlight a couple of scriptures that mentioned, you know, just be, just be careful. I've had this conversation uh, as, especially as a sister in Christ, you know, mm -hmm. I've had this conversation with my wife when she's talking about a teaching that I, I kind of questioned and I'm asking questions. I'm not dis disputing it. I'm, at, I'm just asking questions. And it, yeah. And I've said, you know, forgive me, but would I be doing my job? I know it's a hassle for you. You know, you don't feel like, you know, being under the heat lamp, you know, being interrogated. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to do that, but you know, what would I be if I didn't ask? What would I be if I didn't check to make sure we're grounded, you know, mm -hmm. and we should both be doing that. But just like the umbrella picture, you know, man, mm -hmm. you know, uh, husband, wife, kids, you know, mm -hmm. Christ on the top or whatever. Um, it's mm -hmm. the same thing. If I, if my umbrella is down, I leave us exposed. If I'm not mm -hmm. covering her, we're, we're exposed, you know? Right. Um, so let's see. Um, Last days, perilous times shall come, for men mm -hmm. shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boast, boasters without natural affections. I'm jumping around. Despisers mm -hmm. of those that are good. Mm -hmm. uh, he, uh, he, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. And this mm -hmm. is interesting. Having a form of godliness, but mm -hmm. denying the power the thereof. Mm -hmm. So we can act pious. We can act holy. We can dress the part. We can have the suit. We can have the robe. We can have whatever garments. And we can mm -hmm. play the part, but mm -hmm. I think other translations um, say, but denying the power that God can actually make a man holy, make a man godly, mm -hmm. make a man righteous, you know, um, mm -hmm. not the power of God, like to raise the dead. I don't think they're denying that power, you know, right. Um, from such turn away for of this sort, they, which creep into houses and lead captive, silly women laden with sins, mm -hmm. um, led away with divers lust, ever learning, never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. And he mentions uh, Janus and Jambres, uh, the two priests mm -hmm. in Egypt with uh, Moses. Um, mm -hmm. These men are reprobate concerning the faith, mm -hmm. um, but they shall proceed no further <laughs> for their folly mm -hmm. shall, shall be made manifest unto all men and theirs also was. So- Don't forget that part though. Um, so do these men also resist the truth? Just above that. So do oh, I skip past also, it. Resistance. Yeah, so, yep, yep. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, so there is a resistance. Yeah. So go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Just, no, you're good. Yeah. Yep. I didn't want to skip that because that's important. You know, that means that they know the truth, but they're intentionally, yeah. deliberately, you know, resisting it or coming against it for their own for their own agenda. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, in terms of, you know. As I mentioned, with a lot of the women that were just, you know, 
celebrating and clapping and shouting, you know. Right, right. You know, love women, but they, they tend to be a little more emotional. Yeah, than, than which men. is good. It's, not, is a, good. it's, it's not, not a bad thing in, in not proper a bad application. Thing. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. So it's got a strength. Right. You know, um, but nevertheless, um, it's easy. It, 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 there's more, it could be possibly more to be susceptible to be deceived if if their emotional um, if their emotional uh, vein is triggered or plucked, mm-hmm. you know. So you overlook what is actually being said, you know. But you're, you're listening to the the charismatic or the emotional or the or the, the the how do I how do I say it? The uh, um, the the demonstrative actions of the preacher. You know, and the way he's speaking, and the and, and the ways he's you know using his his words to kind of serenade you or to seduce you into um, jumping on his team or supporting him. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so uh, and that's what I saw. I'm with that that individual. I'm looking at it, and I mean, for the most part, it was you know there were men there, but I just every time they 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 pan the camera. I saw the women that were jumping out and running out and throwing money on the altar, you know, and hallelujah, you know, and, you know, and all that, all just in defense of their, um, their little God, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, so, you know, but we have to be careful of that, right? you know, and that, and women have, and women as men and women as well, this is not just for men, but women as well have to be, you know, aware, you have to know your scriptures, you have to, uh, uh, be able to test the spirits, mm-hmm. see which one is of God. You know, John said it was that there's many, there's, you know, many cr- false Christs that are going out into the world, antichrists are going out into the world. So we have to, you know, be on guard. You know, so if the Bible is telling you be sober and vigilant, you know, because the enemy is out there like a wrong line seeking whom he may devour, mm-hmm. that's just not, that's just not just a quotable scripture. That's just not something that we just, you know, we just recite in our Easter program, you know, or, you know, in our Sunday school, like that's, that's real. You have to apply that. You have to be aware. You have to, you know, know the word of God and, and, and be sensitive enough to the spirit of God that was on the inside of you because he's your true teacher. You know, he will never deny or he will never, uh, uh, he will not lead you into error. He will lead you into all truth, mm-hmm. you know, so you have to trust, uh, number one, the spirit of God, and also your knowledge or, or you know, of being knowledgeable of the word of God so you'll be able to determine the real from, from the real from the fake, you know, because all it takes is just basically one or two words that can lead one into, into, <laughs> into error. Has God not said, you know, you know, it, it, according to Genesis, you know, and, you know, and said, well, you know, and Eve spoke, right. and then you saw how the enemy responded, you know, and after that, lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, pride of life, you know, came upon Eve. She saw that the tree was designed to make one wise. She saw that the fruit was good for eating, you know, and then she took of it and then our story, and then the story changed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so it's, it's, it's coming down to find out which, which word or report you want to believe, you know? So, so what's the scripture? I think it's in, um, in the parable of the, of the soul with the, uh, Jesus said a man went out to sow um, uh, sow seed into a ground mm-hmm. and uh, he Mark left four. 
Yeah, he left, and then someone else came in and sold some other some other another seed. And the Bible says that as they um, you know, as this, as the seeds took root and again they spring forth, you know, evidence that they were seeds. They said, you know, they saw there were tears among the wheat, and they said, yo, what's, what's, yo, wait a minute, dude. The, the master sold good seeds. They said an enemy has done this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You no, know, an enemy has done this. You know, so and so when you look at the parables, as a matter of fact, you see verse, you see verse thirteen, and he said unto them, "Know ye mm-hmm. not this parable? Yep. And how then will you know all the parables? The sower is so the sower sows the word. So the seeds the word of God. I thought it was your tithe. What? The devil's a lie in his mom. No, he's getting out of his chair. He's getting out of his chair now. <laughs> no, no. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but again, yeah. false teaching. It's the gospel. Yeah. The gospel. It's yeah. the it's the it's the word. You know, and if Satan is sowing something, what is he sowing? He's sowing another word. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And he cometh immediately. So, Take away the word that was sown into their hearts. Right. So so when you now when you now apply that. That that power that point the sower sows the word and you go down to the um the parable of the tares among the wheat you understand mm-hmm. that the seed is the word mm-hmm. right and the tares is another word something that is that's in, that's that's supposed to grow with the word to either choke up or to, to entangle or to choke up or to to, to to kill off um the vehicle that's supposed to contain the word you get, you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. yep so 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 so, so Christ has has given us the warnings. He was, I mean, I mean, in the in the gospels in the New Testament, well, in the gospels, he's the one that is that is encouraging us, he's exhorting us to not be deceived, to be mindful, to be aware mm-hmm. of the of, of, of the, the, the false doctrines, the false teachers, the false scribes, the false apostles, the false, the false, even the false disciples, to be to be to be to be aware, have our eyes opened. So we're, so we're not caught unaware, you know. So, um, I would say first, firstly, you know, um, it is, you know, a man's responsibility, you know, man of, uh, over the household, whether it's, um, pastoring or not, but just husband or man over that household father, um, to be that solid ground, to make sure you're hearing sound doctrine and you're believing the right things and, you know, I don't want to, this is not um, without honor or whatever you, whatever you call it to the ladies as well. I mean, the churches are predominantly women. Um, and yeah. even our conversations, which tend to be long form discussion and of a different variety, which is 90% men on YouTube, our channel still has like 60, 60% or something women because it's the faith, you know, so it's just, uh, you know, where would churches be, you know, without the sisters, you know, they're, they're the ones holding it up and, and running everything. So um, it's definitely no shade. It's definitely no disrespect or, or dishonor. To their credit, though. It's to, yeah. even to their credit. Salute them because they are yearning for the truth. I mean, they have a desire to. Right. For the most part, desire to want to serve God and to be pleasing to God. So right. salute, to, salute to them. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what attribute men or women have. I don't, I don't think attributes are one thing. They're not just a strength. A strength in one way can be a weakness. A weakness in another way can be a strength depending on application. So um, in, in most cases. Uh, mm-hmm. So it just so happens that again, the 
characteristics and attributes that women tend to have that according to the Bible, you know, um, that's, that's exploited. That's, that's like the weak point that the enemy knows that if we can find an unguarded woman, if we can find the sister in the church or the wife or whatever, without the husband, without the pastor, without whoever protecting them um, to make sure they're rooted, they can creep in, you know, and he Mm -hmm. gives an example there. Um, So nonetheless, but um, I would argue, secondly, you know, there's, I don't want to, let me, I want to pull a scripture up. Um, I don't want to take a scripture and then therefore make an ironclad doctrine out of it. Um, but I do want to put emphasis. I'm not saying as far as if we were to answer the question, who calls out or who pinpoints the false prophet, the false teacher, the wolf in sheep's clothing. I don't think it's just elders that can do this. So I don't want to say that, but I will say that Acts 20 and 28, which I put up on the screen, I did it in Greek so we could uh, see it a little better. It has mm-hmm. given a very direct instruction to the elders. Mm-hmm. may not be exclusively for elders if you're not an elder and you happen to see someone for their fruits. I think I had Matthew mm-hmm. 7, you know, you know mm-hmm. a tree by the fruit it bears, beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they're mm-hmm. ravening wolves. You mm-hmm. will know them by their fruits, right? Mm-hmm. So um, let's say you spot them. Great. Well, I'm not an elder. I'm not saying that, you know what I mean? So I don't want to go and make this like real strict doctrine. It has to be elders, but nonetheless, Paul's addressing the elders here in Acts 20, 28. And he says, be on guard for yourselves and for all the flock. Again, mm-hmm. it's protecting the flock. It's warning the flock. And we are mm-hmm. to be on guard. We're not just sitting here picking fights. We're not just sitting here bored and are like, oh, ooh, ooh, see what he did. False prophet, false prophet. Let's mm-hmm. call them names, you know, mm-hmm. um, be on guard for yourself and for all the flock among you, which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Yep. That's the word bishop. Um, the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit has made you the bishops, the overseers, the superintendents, mm-hmm. those giving oversight to mm-hmm. shepherd. The act of mm-hmm. shepherding is to um, guard, to guide, to, to you know, herd, to protect yep. that flock. Um, the church of God, which he has purchased with his blood. So mm-hmm. that's a mouthful. <laughs> that's a lot mm-hmm. there. So I do yeah. want to say, I did want to point this out that look, if maybe not exclusively elders, but if no one else, there should be elders standing there with a staff in their hand. And what's the staff for? Mm-hmm. That's to hit the wolf in the head. <laughs> yeah, box, box the wolf. Yeah, the wolf. I'm not talking about a sheep that has a broken leg or a sheep that's dirty, fell in the mud or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Not a brother overtaken in a fault, you know, mm-hmm. not this, that, or the other, but a wolf, a false prophet. Um, when yeah. you were reading, where were we? Um, this thing just came up and blocked my screen, so I can't see it. Scripture we got. I think I closed it out. But it gave a couple of scriptures in Jeremiah. Uh, as a cross-reference to the scripture you referenced. Um, yeah, 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 here it is. Uh, when you uh, quoted 1 John 4 and 1, believe not every mm-hmm. spirit, but try the spirit, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Mm-hmm. And look at these nice little cross-references. Do not listen, Jeremiah 23, 16, do not listen to the words of the false prophet who prophesied to you. They are fully filling you with false hopes. What happens mm-hmm. when you have false hopes and it doesn't come to pass? Oh, man, yeah. If you're not careful, your whole faith will be shipwrecked. Yep. Yeah. yeah. They speak visions from their own minds and not from the mouth of the Lord. 
Yep. And, and there's, there's a bunch of them, you know? Yeah. Um, so this is very detrimental, very harmful. And if nothing else, like an Acts 20 here, the elders are the ones that should sit back and say, this is a false prophet. This is mm -hmm. a false teacher. This is a wolf in sheep's clothing. Stay away from them. Even to the point that Paul did. I don't have it pulled up uh, to, to, uh, to get real, uh, to have ready, but even Paul was talking about, was it Alexander the coppersmith who did me great harm? Yeah. Like he didn't say he taught false doctrine. He's misleading people. No, mm. he was a coppersmith that did something harmful to Paul. And he was mm -hmm. like, look, if you go around him, stay away from him. He'll hurt you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know the context. I don't, you know, but anyway. Mm -hmm. So well, Alexander the coppersmith I, was the guy that was, uh, you know, serving, um, that was making the um, gotcha. idols to Diana. Yeah. Gotcha. But, I didn't know it was so, the same guy. Yeah, the same guy. So, um, yeah, he was he was trying to wreck Paul's life. Because <laughs> yeah, they were they were losing they were losing money because souls were being saved in that area. So there was no need for them to you know to get get a small statue or any type of idol erected idol for their for their house for their you know for their room for their altar or whatever. So it was messing up their 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 their, their revenue stream. Mm -hmm, you know, so mm -hmm. and so that's that's part of uh, of the of, of the message. You read it, you know. So, um, but I'll go forward to say that definitely the elders, the bishops, the pastors, the leaders of the assemblies of God are admonished, are are instructed, are commanded mm -hmm. to 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 protect the sheep from false teaching, false doctrine. But I'm going to go and say it's for everybody because just going back going back to your Jude, um, uh, to, the, to the letter in Jude, um, he said, uh, verse one says, a bond servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James to those who are called, sanctified by God, the father and preserved in Christ Jesus, mercy, peace, and love be multiplied to you. Verse three, beloved, while I was very diligent to write to you concerning our common salvation, I found it necessary to write to you, exhorting you to contend earnestly for the faith which was once for all delivered to the saints. For certain men have crept in unnoticed who long ago were marked out for this condemnation. Mm. Godly men who turn the grace of our God into lewdness and deny the only Lord God and the Lord of our, and our Lord, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So he's speaking in the macro. He's speaking to, <laughs> to all who are called. Mm -hmm. I was receiving that letter. It was for everybody, not just for the elders. Yeah. You know, so our, so our job, whether it's in, local assembly or it's out in the marketplace is to contend for the faith. So if we're hearing something that is, that con contradicts scripture, contradicts the uh, 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 sound doctrine or the gospel of Jesus Christ, um, we are, to, we are to, to push back on that. You know, I mean, and I think that's part of the whole message that Paul was, I mean, that Jew was writing to is about dealing with the false teachers and dealing with the false prophets. In verse 12, it says, you know, um, uh, let me say, uh, these are spots in your love feast while they feast you with you. These are spots in your love feast while they feast with you without fear, serving only themselves. They are clouds without water, carried about by the winds, late autumn trees without fruit, twice dead. Dude said twice dead. Twice dead. Pulled up by the roots, raging waves of the sea, foaming up their own shame, wandering stars for whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. So, <laughs> so I. No, it's clear. And, and, and keep and keep going. 
the prophecy of Enoch, 15th verse, to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds, which they have spoken, yes. ungodly committed. So this is, I saw the Lord coming with 10,000s of the saints to judge the world. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. he not only said twice dead, but before he said, uh, ordained to this condemnation. Yes. Like, this yeah. is their allotment. This is their portion you know yeah and you can find acts the eight chapter simon the sorcerer mm. um acts i believe it was 13 uh yeah yeah i, I got him up here simon the sorcerer acts 13 mm -hmm. where they said some ruthless things to him yeah. let them let them know that hellfire awaits them you know what i mean like they weren't like all right bro i think you made a boo-boo you know, i think you made a mistake you know yeah. um it's okay i know you meant well and it's like no that's not who they were dealing with and again you know the gifts of the spirit we talked about uh last time uh one of them is discerning of spirits you know it's it's uh man there's a there's a hilarious meme i wish i had it but it was like uh, remember remember i don't know like five six years ago memes used to be like um whatever it is like computer coder it's like what I, you know, what I think I do, what my mom thinks I do, you know, oh, yeah, it was yeah, like all yeah, these yeah. different things. Well, one of them was uh, uh, discern discerning of spirits. It was funny. So it was like the dude <laughs> from, uh, there's a show lie to me that he was like, a, he could uh, read people. It was like, that's what oh, discern yeah, yeah, yeah. people that say they got discerning spirits. They swear they can see through you and everything. But, um, but realistically, this is what these guys are doing. They're discerning like, no, uh, Saul also known as Paul was filled with the Holy Spirit and he looked the sorcerer in the eye. Then he said, you son of the devil, full of every sort of deceit and fraud and enemy mm -hmm. of all that is good, will never mm -hmm. stop perverting the true ways of the Lord. Watch now mm -hmm. for the Lord has laid his hand of punishment upon you and you will be mm -hmm. struck blind. You will not see mm -hmm. the sunlight from for this time. Mm -hmm. Instantly mist and darkness came over the man's eyes and began groping and begging for someone to take his hand um, and lead him. So oh, that's Bar Jesus. That's not um yeah, that wasn't Simon. Simon. Right. Yeah. 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 Simon's um, the other dude in that, eight, Acts um, eight. Yep. In Acts eight, where they, you know, they thought that he was the great power of God. So the Jews actually thought that this man was, you know, called of God. Um, you know, then he heard the gospel and he got baptized, you know, um, and then he saw, you know, Peter and John laying hands on the sick. I mean, laying hands on folks and they received the Holy Spirit. Oh, there he's right there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and he tried to offer them money to buy. Oh Lord, he tried mm -hmm. to offer them money to buy them power to say to buy this power. He said, "Let me have this power too." Yep. You know, and then you see what what Peter did. You know, and again, it goes back to false prophets, false teachers. I, you can have, have no Peter. part in this. Yeah. He said, "You can have no part in this." Yes. Or your heart is not right with God. How exactly. would Peter see now? Peter's judging. Peter's yeah. judging. He's judging his heart. How do you know his heart? You're not God. Yeah. That's what we would yeah. say, right? I'm being facetious, yeah. obviously, but yeah. Now the so, only so, good part is because he spoke the truth. And I told you, um, you know, we we've got uh, a personal friend dealing with an issue, and I'm like, look, a person's harmed them or whatever. I was like, let's not forget though, if that person's a Christian, we should also be telling that person um to repent to save themselves yeah like i know that they're not the victim in this case you know they're the ones that have hurt someone else and they need to right that wrong but you also have an obligation as a brother to warn them of the coming judgment that's what they did may your money be mm. destroyed with you for thinking god's gift can be bought you have no part yeah. in this for your heart's not right with god repent 
of your wickedness and pray to the Lord. Perhaps he will forgive your evil thoughts. And then he says, pray the Lord for me that these terrible things you said don't happen to me, you know, Mm -hmm. and only God knows if it was right. But it was like, if he did, if they didn't say that first part, which the other scripture, Acts 13, Paul, it said Paul was uh, filled with the spirit, you know, um, I don't know that it says that here, but nonetheless, if he did mm-hmm. not say this very harsh message to him for his heir, mm-hmm. would he have repented? Good point. Good point. Good point. So we're not just, like I said, why? Protect the flock. The second why is to try to save that man. Yep. You are an heir, sir. You are a mm-hmm. heretic. You are a false prophet. Mm-hmm. You are whatever. Mm-hmm. You are hurting people. Whatever the case may be, save yourself mm-hmm. from hell. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and they can, they, I mean, even, even to Jude, you know, what you said in Jude, you know, um, or not what you said, but you brought up Jude and I, I pointed out mm-hmm. ordained to this condemnation, man, mm-hmm. what was it? Uh, Hezekiah that Isaiah came and brought him the, the prophecy that he was going to die mm-hmm. and he repented, yeah. you know, he repented and he, and he cried mm-hmm. out to the Lord, the Lord spared mm-hmm. him. You yeah. know, like if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I'm paraphrasing, obviously. But well, no, well, he didn't re- he didn't repent. Um, the Lord said, "Get your house in order for um, you know, for surely you shall die." And then he turned his face and just prayed, you know, to the Lord, um, basically for mercy. And I and the Lord um, told Isaiah as he was walking, in, I think going through the garden, he said, "Go back and tell him I've heard your prayer." Mm-hmm. You know, and then um, and then he extended his life, I think, another 12 or 15 years, you know. But at that time, Hezekiah was righteous. He was doing right. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he was he, he was good. Um, but yeah, he 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 prayed because that was upon him. So I think the important part is as well as in dealing with false teachers and false prophets, is um, um for those who are or in error, you know, to to remind them to repent because unless they've been turned completely over. Like I, I think I said it earlier, or maybe another time we were talking, um, except for those who's made, whose conscience may not have been seared with the hot iron, mm-hmm. meaning that they're, they're basically irredeemable. But right. repentance needs to be, you know, broadcast. You know, repent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, repent from this wickedness. If not, con- you know, damnation is your, is your portion. And um, I think we kind of have to, re- re- you know, kind of bring that back into our messages about the importance of repentance, about the importance of judgment, about the importance of, you know, um, conviction versus condemnation. You know, these things need to kind of be, just to kind of keep the, the church well-balanced. The church is mm-hmm. unhealthy, man. We're walking around like a bunch of, you know, diabetics. You know what I mean? Got all kinds of issues, you know, and, and, and we're not. Um, and if you say anything, not, you're fat shaming. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and, it, and it goes to um, like what you, you know, touch not my wolves, touch not my anointed. You know, I mean, we get, we get real religious when it comes to our favorite whoever, you know, and we, 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 we erect them upon this, on this pedestal. I think, I think Davin said it, we put them on this pedestal that is almost, almost deifying them. You know, where it seems like they're almost infallible or they can't be brought down, you know, and, uh, and, and I want to piggyback just off that scripture you gave with um, dealing with false teachers and false prophets and false, you know, false, I mean, false apostles with, uh, with uh, Simon, when he said, you know, give me this power, 
Mm-hmm. We've got we've got people literally telling telling believers that you need to sow this seed mm-hmm. in order for this thing to manifest in your life. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard someone say, you know, you know, when it comes to with anointing oil, that if you don't if you if you don't pay this amount of money, the oil won't work. Oh. Like oh, I've heard that. I've I've heard someone say that. It's, I've heard him literally say it won't work. And he was dead serious. And people were scrambling to get get them to, to, to get the monies together to give so that their expectation of that uh, that that anointing oil would would work in their lives for whatever for their reason. So you so people are, you know. And that's another red flag when you're dealing with false prophets and false teachers. If you're attaching money to anything, to the goodness of God, to the grace of God, to the power of God, to some miracle of God, if you're attaching finances to it, immediately that should be a red flag. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If, if yep. someone's telling you, if you, you know, according to Psalms 119, you sold $119 or $1,119, and then this is going to, you know, your, your broken foot is going to be healed. Red flag. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Freely as I've given, freely, freely as you received, freely give. Mm-hmm. You know, so so you know, so but we get sweet, we get so we get so you know invested in the individual that we are listening to, that we allow critical thinking, logic to escape, <laughs> to escape us. For that season, for that mm-hmm. moment, you know, and this is where we, we become prime pickings for the enemy to just begin to fleece and begin to have his way in our lives, and we find ourselves in, in more bondage than we should be in. You, you, you know, so so I mean, but it's, it's it just comes down to really being a a a, a, a what does the Bible say? Uh, I think it's Second Timothy, for the word of God is it, it, you know for. The word of God is God breathed and it's, it's given by inspiration. Mm-hmm. And it's profitable for, for doctrine, reproof, correction. I mean, instruction, rebuke. correction, yep. rebuke, instruction, in righteousness, that the man of God may be equipped, thoroughly furnished unto all Work. good mm-hmm. works. You know saying? It's for our edification, it's right. for our building up, you know? So it is for us to be liberated <laughs> in Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, so we find ourselves now renewed. becoming. Strengthen renewed, mm-hmm. strengthen renewed in Christ. But if we find ourselves being, you know, uh, bound by certain statements or instructions, we gotta take it like, all right, wait a minute. What does the Bible say? Mm-hmm. I hear the prophecy. But what does the Bible say? You know what I'm saying? Like, does this does this prophetic word line up, or is it you know aligned in any way where I can cross reference to some sort of biblical text, you know, individually? If, if you can't, then if it's, if, if it's telling you to do something that may conflict with the scriptures, then you need to really take a, a step back from it and say, okay, is this what I'm hearing truly accurate? Is it truly what the Lord is saying? And these are, these are, these are uh, I won't even say difficult, but these are just simple tools that we, the simplest things sometimes come, can be, become the, the most difficult, but these are simple things that we need to, 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 to do for the investment of our own spiritual health, mm-hmm. our own spiritual lives, you know. Um, for our well-being, our children's well-being, our brothers and yeah. sisters' well-being. Yeah. I mean, it's critical. You know, so 
if if I could, um, I'd like to share a little bit of this this comment as I kind of I want to I want to touch on um, you know just briefly the brother that's in air, and then I would like to go to uh, touch not my anointed and actually get the proper context you know from the reverend okay. while we have him. So, uh, um, so, <laughs> so <laughs> um, but the but the the um, the YouTube comment on the last one. Uh, I don't know if they understood who I think Paul you referenced that there was that well these first group of guys, um, false prophets, who we would categorize as false prophets, um, and I only knew personally knew one of them. I couldn't tell who who two of the four were, um, but one of them was Benny Hinn. You know, I, and anyone that anyone has a problem with calling Benny Hinn a false prophet, well. We need we need to talk, <laughs> you know. I'll just put yeah. we, we have to, you know, just like just like any of this stuff. It was it was bringing it to their attention, warning, take mm -hmm. heed, watch out for, you know, be on guard for these things, um, watch and pray, you know, like yeah. Anyway, and that's a little bit out of context, but nonetheless. Um, but uh, I watch and pray that you enter not to temptation. I mean, all right, that you enter not to temptation. I mean, mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I understand the context, but. If, if, if you're hearing something that's going to lead you into, to, you know, temptation of your flesh, you know, right. you got to be on the watch out. For, you got to, you got to be on the watch out for it. I mean, so yeah, I mean, it has, it has application, okay. you know, it's, yeah, it, it, it's not, it's not manipulating the text mm -hmm. for your own benefit. You know what I'm saying? It's, right. it, you know, Paul said, you know, um, thou should not muzzle an ox, um, uh, was, was, you should not muzzle the ox that treads something like that. In paraphrase, he said, "Is is God talking about oxes?" But at the time, he was talking about right. oxes. Right. You know at I mean? the time, but, yeah. <laughs> at the time, but it had application True. for right. for the people that he was talking to. So, but yeah, go ahead, brother. Yep. Um, yeah, and I, I told this person like I don't I don't ever have a problem with any type of warning or any type of uh, um, even correction. If you think, I, look, I'm bound to overstep. I'm bound to probably say something wild. That I, mm -hmm. I would probably backpedal from, be like, all right, yeah, let me settle down. You know, mm -hmm. um, it happens. If if you were to to put a microphone in front of your mouth, you'd find yourself tripping and correcting, you yes, know, here and there, trying to be precise. So what I mean, what I don't mean. Um, mm -hmm. So nonetheless, but uh, I definitely I don't mind the warning and, and whatnot. But we agree. Like I agree with almost you know with everything she said. It was just I was wondering uh, what she was referring to. But um, she basically said like it's cool when you know, there's a clear agenda that's not in line with God's will, then sure, call it a false prophet. But she was just saying, you know, it's not wise to throw every preacher, pastor, reverend under the bus because they make a mistake in interpreting the word. So, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Um, I agree with that sentiment. I agree with it, you know, and I'm just curious as to, so if I agree, and I think you probably agree, and I think we believe the same thing, who do we call false false prophet then that made a mistake with the word? That's the only part I asked. Like, who specifically were were, were they referring to? Um, mm -hmm. And if they haven't commented yet, because I am curious. Because then we could actually take a look at that man and say, mm -hmm. all right, did we get it wrong, or do we have mm -hmm. a good reason to say this? Um, mm -hmm. So, but nonetheless, so let's hmm. the question one. What's that? Well, she the, the question asks is you know making a mistake. Well, number one, how do you know they made a mistake? You know, I, you know a mistake is, you know, through ignorance. How, so, you know, how do you know that what they are saying is 
unintentional, mm-hmm. you know? And secondly is if, if, some, if it's someone that is well-known where you can go to their, their own website or you go to their YouTube or you can go to Twitter or whatever it can be, just check their body of work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Look, and not look for the, the, the elements of truth, things that you agree with. But remember, mm-hmm. we're watching for the leaven. We're watching for right. that little bit right. of air that's being sprinkled in, that the, right. sower, the sower comes along. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so, and so it's not about throwing every pastor, every leader, every teacher, mm-hmm. I mean, under the bus. Bro, we're, <laughs> right. we're ministers of the gospel ourselves. <laughs> I don't think you're throwing me under the bus and I don't think I'm throwing you under the bus, you know? So we're not putting it on that, you know, on a level like that, but. Right. Uh, but yeah. So you, you brought it up uh, and I'll go ahead and just share it. Um, just, I think, I think this is this, you mentioned it before and it's a perfect example of not even the fact he made a mistake, but just the fact mm-hmm. he didn't have the fullness yet. He didn't have the full, you know, gospel message. He, mm-hmm his uh the 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 forerunner you know for jesus Mm -hmm. you know he had his teaching it was not Mm -hmm. an error it was not wrong it was not a mistake he just hadn't gotten word that the one Mm -hmm. which john preached had already come Mm -hmm. so you know that's apollos in acts 18 chapter eloquent Mm -hmm. man mighty in scriptures a man instructed in the way of the lord being fervent in spirit spoke and taught diligently the things of the lord knowing only the baptism of john Mm-hmm. And he began speaking boldly in the synagogue, whom when Aquila and Priscilla heard, they took him, mm-hmm. took basically brought, took him aside mm-hmm. and expounded to him the way of God more perfectly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't go think, to, go ahead. Read that next verse though, okay. you know, to kind of, kind of, you know, bring, <laughs> yeah. bring it home and then go yeah. back. Yeah. And when he was disposed to pass into Achaia, Achaia, Achaia. Uh-huh. The brethren wrote, exhorting the disciples to receive him, who, who, when he was come, helped them much, which had believed through grace. For he mightily convinced the Jews, and that publicly show, showing by the scriptures that Jesus was Christ. Mm. So, say amen. yeah, yeah. And I don't think, I don't think the men that we've labeled false prophets, um or apollos i don't think i don't think we would see a modern day apollos someone who was instructing in the way of the lord fervent in spirit and well in, mm-hmm. well meaning well intended mm-hmm. and said you know kind of like um you know a different denomination with just slightly mm-hmm. different doctrine you know i don't think you or i you mentioned vody um he he teaches the same thing called her names you know um peters you know, and so forth. We may differ on doctrine, but I'm not going to, you know, call them wolves in sheep's clothing or, you know, um, bring a tax on them because we have doctrinal differences um, mm. kind of down in the, um, yeah, whatever. Um, outside of, you know, Christ, outside of Christ, mm. believing in the son of God. Um, so anyway. And, and, I, and I think that um, like with this particular scripture, it's not, it's not that Apollos was wrong. Mm-hmm. He was accurate. He just was missing some more information. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, so he spoke and taught diligently the things of the Lord, knowing only the baptism of John. So there was a limitation on his knowledge. Mm-hmm. So when, so when he, some, some of his, some of the family, being Priscilla and Aquila, 
you know, listened to him by in love because obviously they knew that he was very zealous and he was right, but they wanted to, they wanted to enhance, you know, his teaching, you know, and they taught him, a, you know, and the Bible says they taught him a more perfect way. And once he had mm-hmm. that revelation, he continued to, you know, his message matured and he was able to just, you know, carry, you know, carry on doing great things, exploits for the kingdom of God. You know, so it, so it wasn't like he was in error or he was making a mistake. He just didn't have the, the full revelation. Mm-hmm. Which you was know, the same with limited. any of John's disciples up until Christ. And if they weren't an eyewitness of it, they would have to have someone tell them he came. Yeah. The guy, you know, yeah. the guy that was yeah. preached, he, man, he came, you know, so. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And right. it is, it, it, that is an, uh, an important distinction um, mm-hmm. and a distinction to make. So is there another example that you can think of um, aside from, you know, like you mentioned Apollos and, and that being fitting, we wouldn't have labeled, um, I don't know, other than pointing at like Vody or somebody um, and saying, we've got some differences, but I don't call him a, uh, you know, a false prophet, you know, um, someone who may, not someone specifically, but a, but a, a situation that someone like she said uh, in the, the commenter um, may just not have understanding in that area, but in all regards, in all other regards, a good brother. Yeah. Or that. Do I, now, is there anyone like, I guess, well known? Um, I mean, no. yeah. yeah. In, my, in, 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 in my life, I know, you know, yeah. So in, in my life, yeah, there's some, some people that, I, that, I, that I know um, that were good brothers, that are good brothers. Let me not say word. I'm, that, that's, that's, that's saying, you know, past tense, that are good brothers, mm-hmm. um, but they may, you know, they may have been a little mistaken in their, you know, in, the, in, the, in their doctrine, you know, but it doesn't make them a false prophet, you know what I'm saying? Right. It doesn't make them a false teacher, you know, right? because the gospel of Jesus Christ, you know, is not, they're not teach, preaching another gospel, you know, according so, to 1 Corinthians 15. What if, what, where, where's that line? What does that, what does that look like for you? Um, that's distinguishable. That it's like, oh, oh, is it like you've already said, like, look, you can go to their body of work, you can go to their mm-hmm. website, you can go to their YouTube, you can go to their Twitter, and you can mm-hmm. see um, mm-hmm. there's a little bit of truth here, a little bit of truth there, but all in all, they teach mostly error, that they're not mm-hmm. mistaken. You can't tell mm-hmm. me that this mm-hmm. person, that person has not either heard mm-hmm. the truth and mm-hmm. or doesn't, doesn't have the ability to distinguish truth. Is that, is that kind of like the line in the sand or, or the way to distinguish, like you, you can just look at their body of work, you know, um, especially a lot of these public figures that you can do that with, maybe not somebody local or, or a buddy, you don't know everything yeah. they teach or have said, but um, so I, I, anything else as far as like how to distinguish like the difference? Yeah, just, I mean, look at, look at their messages. If you're, if you're watching, if you're watching them preach or whatever, or what they're talking about and what's going on in this, in the, in the, you know, what's going on in their messages. And then, you know, just reference it with the scriptures. You know what I'm saying? And and this may not be everybody because everybody may not be as uh, you know. Uh, uh, but you just anything that that preaches another gospel, anything that takes away from that that puts on the the onus on man or it puts the reflection or the the I guess the pinpoint on man and more than Christ. Mm-hmm. To me, is a false teacher. It was more man centered than Christ centered. Something to that's be, already a red be flag. careful of. Yeah, yeah. Red right. Flag. Something to be careful of. Yeah, red flag. You know, anything that anyone that's um money uh, that has it. 
Because your wife yes, in the comments said, uh, what about those who pressure the people to sow so much money, like $10,000? Yeah. Honestly, I think if you pressure experience. someone for 1000 is too much. I think if you pressure someone for twenty, it's too much. I don't know why yeah. um, the Bible does not give you the ability to require any amount or to tell someone what amount to give. Mm -hmm. um, God loves a cheerful giver, someone who purposed in their heart. And I think we say, God put it on my heart. No, no, it says that you purposed in your heart to give. Mm -hmm. You purposed in your heart to give. Of course, if you have a spirit in the inner man, you ought to be doing good. You ought to be giving well, right? You ought to be, you ought to have a generous heart. No one has to tell you how to give. So you're saying that tithing is not required? Sir, look, you're trying to undermine the good work we're doing here. <laughs> I'm not going to let you do it. Absolutely, I'm saying that. Absolutely. 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 And I have, we, that'll be its Trigger own. Warning. That'll be its own. But, um, Trigger warning. you know, I'll say this until trigger warning. Yeah. Oh, for, yeah. For, <laughs> trigger warning. Uh, yeah, but, me, yeah. but what my wife said, she's saying it from personal experience. So she knows. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. you know, so 10,000. I mean, it, it was, it was, um, it was admonished. <laughs> Almost to the point where you felt, you felt almost guilty if you did not, mm -hmm. you know, step up and yep. do that. You know what I'm saying? And all of this stuff is warned. What false prophets? You know, the the Sermon on the Mount, or uh, Sermon on the Mount, uh, Beatitudes, um, mm -hmm. Blessed Art Thou, uh, Matthew five, six, seven. It's all one sermon mm -hmm. broken up in chapters. Seventh right. chapter it warns about false prophets. But um, the fifth one tells you not to be like the Pharisees. The sixth mm -hmm. one tells you basically how to give your alms, how to do things, how to fast, mm -hmm. how, you know. And it's mm -hmm. like, you know, from that Matthew 23, there's great warnings as to what the religious people in his day were doing, what mm -hmm. not to do. And mm -hmm. it is the mirror image of church. That's, trust me, that's for another whole podcast where I want to dive mm -hmm. in and just define the church is Pharisaic, period. It's modern day Pharisee religion all over again. And it's everything. It's, and it's, you can, you can literally half a dozen to a dozen, like a list somewhere in that range. He told them not do this, you do that. He told them not do this, you do that. He told them not do this, you do that. It's the church, not one person, you know, but collectively the church. Oh, he's excited. Bro, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's, yeah. It's, There's a it's list modern. of what not to do. <laughs> Yeah, the modern the modern church is uh, Pharisaic, ritualistic. Um, and that's men. Period. Men, yeah, it's it's yeah. something gratifying to the flesh. When there can be, and I think God gave of gave us sufficient ones, but the ones He gave Christians don't gratify you. There's things that you can do um, that are reminders. Reminders are good you know, and, and refreshers, you know, mm -hmm. the body and blood of Christ and, and, and things like, these are good things that you do reminding each other of mm -hmm. that day that's coming of his death mm -hmm. and of the day that is to come. Like, mm -hmm. but all that focuses on him. Like you said, the warning is anything that focuses on us mm -hmm. rituals that we do, man. Mm -hmm. I, and I don't know what it is, but paganism through all the way through to the church, it's rituals. It's things that gratify the flesh that can tell someone, you know, it's like the uh, two men standing in the uh, standing in the temple praying in Luke. 
and the one was a Pharisee. I think it said Pharisee, but uh, he was a Jew. And um, mm. he starts talking about the good things. Like, look, just don't let me be like this sinner over here. I'm not like this yeah. sinner over here. And I tithe. Yeah. And I, I, I get tithe yeah. of all, I fast twice a week. And I do this, I do that, uh, you know. And that's what we do. We want confidence in those things. And none of those things have anything to do with your salvation. If you want to do them, do them. It has nothing to do with your salvation. Yeah. That work was it, done by it, Christ. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, pharisaical. And it's all, you know, we've become modern day Judaizers. Mm -hmm. Where it's, it's essentially oh, it's a, work, a works-based mm -hmm. salvation, a, a works-based um, uh, prosperity, um, you know, and, and again, the king of kings, why he walked this earth warned us, mm -hmm. you know, the apostle to the Gentiles <laughs> warned us. I mean, he was dealing with Judaizers. I mean, even in Acts 15, I mean, you, you had them saying they need to, mm -hmm. you know, be circumcised and obey the law of Moses so that they could be saved, you know, and they had to. 15. I mean, they had to yeah. correct it by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Right. You know, um, and that's something that Paul had to had to deal with in his missionary journeys, in his in his letters to the Church of Galatia. He was dealing with also with the Corinthians as well. I mean, so um, just getting and then let alone the pagans. You know, those who were who came out of who 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 came to, who came out of idolatry. You know, whether it's the Greek gods or the Roman gods, or whatever, and and the works that they needed to do in order to appease their deity, you know, and bringing that also, you know, into the church. These are things that 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 the apostles and the disciples and the leaders of the of the of the, of the first century church was warning us about and trying to get us to cut those things off so it could be focused purely on Jesus the Christ, mm -hmm. him and him alone. Right. You know what I'm saying. I mean, and then look at look at your Christ. Look at your example. Right. If Jesus Christ mm -hmm. is our example. What was his life like? Was he received? Was he loved? Mm -hmm. And he said, what did he say about your fathers being mm -hmm. spoken highly of? That's the same mm -hmm. way they spoke about the false prophets. Mm -hmm. Spoke highly of the false prophets, just like your fathers. You know, yeah. like, no, so no one's going to speak highly of you. No one is going to yeah. exalt you. You're not going to mm -hmm. get, you know, prestige and all this if you're following Christ, which is the, the narrow path, which is the, the, mm -hmm. the, the cross you have to bear, the heavy burden. Um, mm -hmm. But he had to bear that burden. He had to bear a burden that wasn't even his. Mm -hmm. And if he yeah. suffered, it says we're going to suffer. You know, if mm -hmm. we suffer with him, we'll reign with him. It's, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. So it, it requires difficulty. That's, I guess that's long-winded way of saying this is supposed to be difficult. It's supposed to be challenging. And we're supposed to challenge mm -hmm. each other because mm -hmm. we make mistakes. We do wrong. But mm -hmm. nowadays, you're not supposed to say anything. Yeah, you're not supposed to. And, um, well... They, they would like you not to say anything, but um, I want, I, I go back to, I think what I said earlier, um, the reason why these type of discussions and these types, you know, um, calling out or um, identifying false teachers and false prophets and uh, false apostles and, you know, false events, you know, just agents of Satan within that, within the community of God, of God's people. Um, is because we need to know who our enemies are, you know, I mean, and I want to just pull up the scripture real quick, you know, uh, I wasn't, you know, not to try to be Bible heavy, but hey, these are, <laughs> the scripture mm -hmm. is there for, for, for our admonition, it says, uh, Philippians in chapter 3, verse 17, 
Oh, you got the NIV or the, the new King James, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but anyway, you go, it's all good. Yeah. You know, but uh, I mean, verse, I mean, verse two and three tells you to beware of the, the Judaizers. You know what I mean? Like, beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the mutilation. Well, we the circumcision, you know. So these are the Isn't folks that divisive? Isn't that divisive? They're promoting division. I thought, you know, with the Jews were God's chosen people. Why would they call them dogs and evil workers? Yeah, because they're coming in preaching a, false, a different gospel. Confidence in the flesh. Yeah. We were saying that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So when you go down to verse 17, you know, after Paul gives his own resume, uh, brethren, join in following my example and note those who so walk as you have as for a pattern. For many walk of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping. The man is that they are enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, mm. and whose glory is in their shame, who set their minds on earthly things. You know, and then tell us, for our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Christ Jesus, who will transform our lowly body that it may be conformed to the image to the his glorious body according to the working by which he is even able to subdue all things himself. But he says, follow my pattern. And as I've told you often, mm -hmm. <laughs> like that 18, as I've told you often, and now tell you even, so it's not like he is happy about this, <laughs> you know, but he's, but he's telling you this because we have true enemies of the cross right. within, who are within our camp. I was going to say, and like we started off saying, they come in Jesus name. They are in yes. the faith. They are of your household. They are of the same yes. faith. And they are enemies of the very faith that they proclaim. Exactly. You know, so <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know how, how any more direct we have to get you know, we, or we, we should be. You know, the reason why a lot of the people in the church are sleeping is because we have been we have been lulled. It's like kind of like the the, the, the Pied Piper, mm -hmm. you know, playing that good tune and just got everyone following. You know, I mean, we are, we are just playing that tune. We're just listening to the tune. But oh, Ezekiel thirty three or chapter three? Which one is it? Uh, yeah, that's what I was getting. Yeah, and I like what it says. Um, one, um, I, I think. Um, Someone said in the comments, it says that, we're, you know, the reason why people don't speak up is because they're afraid of the backlash. Mm -hmm. You know, yep. there That's are many it. people that yep. they know, they know it's wrong. They know they're false, but they don't, they don't want to, they don't want to, you know, catch those shots. <laughs> they don't want to deal with that, you know, uh, the, the, the vitriol, the attacks, mm -hmm. the, the unfriending or, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, the rejection mm -hmm. that, that may come with. You know, calling you know, calling these individuals out. Right, and we, you know, you know, we've talked about this, you know, privately, but in other situations, it's that, and they don't, they have error of their own that they don't want called out. Mm -hmm. Whether it's you know Eddie Long, you know, if it's someone who has misdeeds, not just false teaching or whatever, and a false mm -hmm. gospel, false you know whatever, but mm -hmm. um, misdeeds as well. But they don't call that out because they have misdeeds. And it's like, man, okay. So they don't want the microscope put on their life. So that's why we say, I don't want to judge them. You're saying, I don't want to be judged. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't have a place yeah. to judge them because I don't want anyone judging me, you know? Yeah, but so my, my thing is, is 
my thing is that if, if you don't want to be judged because you don't want someone judging you, then I would say for you, if you are if you are practicing a lifestyle of sin, repent. You know what I'm saying? We're not dealing with I'm not we're not dealing with people that 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 have committed an offense, have transgressed in one area, you know, that that have that have, that have sinned, you know, and they could be immediately. We're talking about people who are who are intentionally inspiring people, mm-hmm. preaching a message or a doctrine mm-hmm. or a way that contradicts what Christ has already, the pattern that Christ has already given us. Right. You know, so this is what we're dealing with. We're not, so, so, so as far as, you know, you don't want to be judged, well, well, shoot, repent, man, Lord, forgive me, and then get back on track. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, because you have, you may have some faults or you may have some, you know, some, uh, you may not be squeaky clean per se, does not, does not mean that you should not uphold the righteous standard of, of God's word. You know what I'm saying? And, and, right. and call, call out fraudulent teaching and preachers or pastors for what they are. You know what I'm saying? It, it, I mean, handle your business. I think, I think it's healthy to have that level of that realization of accountability, that realization that sin gets called out false teaching, heresy, false prophecy gets called out. And if I do it, I get called out. You know, mm-hmm. that's good. But not good to the extent that you don't call it out because you don't want that same, you don't want right. to, you don't want to, it's spinning around and it being your mm-hmm. time. You know, no, if we are in error, it needs to stop. If we do mm-hmm. wrong, if we teach wrong, if we teach her- heresy, we need to, we need to mm-hmm. repent from all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, cry out to God that he forgive us, you know, before it's too late. Yeah. Um, right. So it's good to have that realization. I think that's what it is. It's a realization of your own error, your own wrongdoing. Oh, definitely. <clears throat> but it, that should be a reason you tighten up, not why, while you allow. So, you know, I've got Ezekiel 33 on the screen. And so, Paul, who's the watchman? Oh, Either literally or figur- figuratively, either one. Oh, the watchman is the elder. I mean, the, the shepherd. Mm-hmm. Uh, the leader, the pastor, the you know, the apostle, you know, someone who was who was who was um, who has been tasked with um, watching over the people of God, you know. Acts twenty. Yep. Yep. I mean, so I was going to go back and get it, but we saw it. I don't know why I can't, why I pulled those up, but yeah, Acts twenty. Yeah. Um, the message to the elders. It said mm-hmm. he said it right. Paul said it right there. And if he's an apostle, that's the apostle's doctrine, you know, mm-hmm. that that the elder is to watch mm-hmm. over the flock, mm-hmm. is to guard himself mm-hmm. and to guard the flock of God, which he's been entrusted right. to do. He's been exactly. given oversight. He's been made a superintendent, or, mm-hmm. or we have, you know, the the, mm-hmm. the elders of the faith have been given oversight to watch mm-hmm. for and care for. You joked about the the license, man, bro. <laughs> the piece of paper and the absence of, of the piece of paper, nothing wrong with, you know, tradition and honor and, and things, but, but that does not affect my care and concern for the flock. Mm-hmm. The, the paper didn't all of a sudden make me feel like a watchman and be like, man, I gotta, I gotta watch, watch these folks and make sure I'm there for them and teach them right. And, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and the absence of the paper doesn't do that either. 
you know, I still do what I do. You know, I told one person, I was like, look, you call me. I'm on the phone with you three hours. Mm-hmm. You know, don't, don't act like I'm not here, you know, or, or that we can't, you know, do this, you know, but mm-hmm. um, so nonetheless, that's a whole other story. Not I, you're you were joking, you know, but it's. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I don't understand anyone. Of course, everyone's got a title now. Everyone's got a title. But I don't understand how you dare take the title and aren't, I don't want to be dramatic, but aren't very careful mm-hmm. about the responsibility you've taken on. Mm-hmm. So if the watchman sees the sword come, if the watchman knows and does not blow the trumpet and the people are not warned, if the sword comes and takes any persons from among them, the blood will be required at the watchman's hand.